Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. The Cavs are out of timeout. The Nets have two remaining, and here we go. Wow, runs over Johnson. He's open for three. He knocks it down. Donovan Mitchell with 12 seconds remaining has given the Cavaliers the lead. This is Durden Sprague. And obviously, Wembenyama central to that. There it is. The first points in the career of Victor Wembenyama. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Scoot Henderson. Sweeping crossover in deep, the running right hander up and in. His first NBA bucket coming at the 10:44 mark here of the third. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, the fan. All right, 6:02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080, the fan. Happy Thursday, everybody. What is happening? It's the oldest thing I'm ever going to tell you guys. Man, when I get a full eight hours, I just feel so much better. It's a life changer. It really is. I felt incredibly old last night. I was like yelling at my television, why won't this this game start? (laughs) What are we doing? It is 7.45 on a Wednesday night. Can we start playing basketball, Los Angeles? I didn't really understand what they were waiting for. It wasn't a national game. I just, I mean, there was I, no well, window. Just, you got your intros night. and stuff. Can You're we introducing every single earlier. member of the club? That's true. They do go through the the fifteen. So They're why like, don't we why don't we start that process at seven twenty? Yeah, and then the game can still. Well, we should start it at six fifty because L A. Which nobody goes to their games anyways. So why do we care to wait till seven thirty? That crowd was horrible last night for a home opener. It was embarrassing. Soccer's got two things on baseball and basketball. Soccer does the regular season right. It's if you're the best team, you're the champion. Right. Here's a trophy and a pile of money. Have fun. And when they tell you it's going to start, it starts. They don't go, hey, it's a 4.20 p.m. kick. Well, I will start at 4.45. No, if it's a national game, like if you get like a Timbers game that's supposed to kick off at like 7.30, but it's like. FS1's picking it up. Fox is picking it up. It's usually about 752. Are we on the same team? 
You're supposed to just roll with it and say you're right. Spray. See, here's what I think the the argument. But a non-national has. game, absolutely. Like seven thirty-one, the teams are coming out lining up. There's a national anthem, and you go. The, the thing that soccer, their best argument is that you know when the game's going to end. Right. Yeah. Give or take by ten minutes, five, six, right. seven, eight minutes, yeah. whatever. You get a little stoppage time here. Two or there. hours. Thanks for coming. Have a nice <laughs> night. Ball game's over. Yeah. Like, that's all you got. When you go into these Teddy other ball sp- game, <laughs> Teddy ball game, you have no clue when the other games are going to start. I'm starting to, I'm starting to win a little bit. I was here. gonna ask for an update actually on this today. Yeah, uh, how is that going for you? How is pregnancy life treating you and your missus? Oh, it's just delightful. It's is one, it? It's wonderful. We're having a great time, day in and day out. Has the farting started? Day by day, by day <laughs> by day. Uh, I it never stopped. So you know, we're just we're having a great time. No, she's doing awesome. I'm starting to win slowly, slowly but surely. Uh, she's still anti Teddy, but she really likes Theo. So let her call him and Theo. That's, this is my whole argument. I said, if you like Theo, we're good to go. You yeah. got a nickname? I got a nickname. So nobody's going to call him Theo because Teddy's a way cooler nickname that's than okay. Theo. That's okay. Moms are always, you know, yeah, you, you know that. Yeah, you got your side name. Like, hey, You hear that? Guys get to the pros all the time. No, my mom's the only one that can call me by that name. <laughs> do you ever think uh, Do you ever think names kind of represent a time in history for us? You ever thought about that? I was thinking about oh, this, this, this weekend. So. Like, you could Google top names in 20-whatever, right? And you can find out what the top names were. But I was at a, a pumpkin patch last weekend with the fam. Mm-hmm. And I was I was waiting to get coffee for my wife and me. And they were off playing somewhere at the patch. And this gal right next to me, I mean, two feet from me, with her kid. Her kid starts running off. And she's like, Atticus! Atticus! <laughs> Atticus. And I'm like, Atticus is back, huh? Awesome. Wow. But that's kind of what it is with humans is we go through these old, like Theo in Theodore is a really good example. It's going to be, oh, yeah, I remember when Teddy came back. Well, just think of, I mean, my name, Jason, like, you're like, okay, you were born in the 70s. Yes. Everybody was. 30,000 Jasons. Yes. And all the girls were named Jennifer. It was Jennifer and Jason, like in the late 70s, early 80s. (laughs) Jennifer and Jason. All the whites, at least. Yeah, a lot yes. of whites. A lot of white Jasons. Say, that's a lot of white white names there. Jenny and Jason. Did the scary Jason Halloween character, is he in Halloween? Is that who Jason is? Uh, Jason is Halloween. Is that Halloween? Yes. Okay. Freddy is Friday the 13th. That's right. Did no, that? no, no, no. Uh, Mike Myers is Halloween. Okay, which one's okay. Jason? He's uh, Friday, he Friday, the Friday the 13th. Okay. And Freddy Krueger's just Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yeah. What was he first in? Freddy? Your, your nightmares. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. where he found you. Did that push back against the name Jason when that came out? Did that like throw cold water uh, on Jasons everywhere? Maybe I don't know. Or was it a pop culture? Or maybe thing it was like, just yeah, you started going to school and there were six Jasons in your class, <laughs> and parents are like, eh, "We may need." To. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare there on Elm Street. You there you go. Kruger. Dude, Sorry. Our, our boy yeah. Pate had a great line the other night. So, did you know who uh, Wisconsin's quarterback is this weekend? You're uh, not going to know the answer to that. I shouldn't even. No, ask. no. Not, I, I not actually. Graham Mertz I heard this name. <laughs> Graham Mertz is no longer there. No, he's not. <laughs> Am I wrong? It's a it's a it's a redshirt freshman. It's a redshirt freshman. I heard his name. I can't remember it, though. <laughs> so Tanner Mordecai, Mordecai. is out. Yeah. Uh, they are going to go with redshirt freshman Braden Locke. Yeah. That is the name. Is that any the relation spelling, to Drew Locke? I don't believe so. Okay. The spelling of Braden is just chef's kiss. Is it B-R-A-Y or no. B-A-R-A-E? <laughs> 
Bar- what? Bahrain? Did you no, my, I think you put an A there before yeah, the no, oh, B, out of yeah. the vowel. Sorry, yeah. B R A E. Yeah. Too many A's in there. It is B R A E D Y N. Oh, Braden. 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 I saw that the other day and I thought, oh, okay. We want to name our kid Braden, but it's got to be a Braden that stands out. Right. Let's throw a Y in there because that makes confusing sense. Confusing these poor kids. Just, <laughs> just make it simple. How for many them. times did that kid, as a kid, have to spell his like when somebody's like, "How do you spell your name, Braden?" Just normal Braden. Yeah. No, no, it's an A and an E and then a Y in between. Is there any athlete who spells their name? I had, you know, who I had this with for years. In fact, I, I'm still not convinced what, I can Jack spell Collinsworth it. Jack Collinsworth and Chris Collinsworth. Uh, Jack is <laughs> look. It's kind of weird that we left the K out of there. I still don't understand that. Maybe that's a family name though, so I'm not going to judge on the spelling of it. I want to see a family tree. What? <laughs> I want to see. I want to see evidence. I want you guys to meet so bad. I want you to just meet Jack Collinsworth. I turned. Like, on, I was like sick as a dog Sunday, laying on my couch. I turned on Sunday Night Football, and I'm like, "Look at this smug sob!" He just in his pissed you off. Designer didn't he? suit, like 27 year old sideline for Eagles and Dolphins. Hey, Rodney, what do you think the score is going to be tonight? Wow, great take, Rodney. Back to you. I always struggled spelling Dwayne Wade's Dwayne. first name. Because he had the Y in front of the A. He's got the Y in front of the A. And I'm still not 100% sure if it's D-W or if it's D-E-W. Dwayne. Dwayne or Dwayne. I, I, D-W-Y-A-N-E, I believe. Yeah, I think he gets right to the Wayne. That's always what I thought, but I feel like I'm There's wrong. no hesitation. There's That's no hesitation there. Uh... You know who else? It, Dwayne Johnson does the DW thing. Yes. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> I mean, my name sounds ridiculous, too. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody's name. My, my name, if I you mean, just making sound making fun out, of names is funny. It's Brandon. A lot of names are stupid. So yeah. it's, it's okay to make fun of names, right? I just, yeah, so I'm, I'm slowly winning the argument back. I like the idea of bringing old school names back around. It's D-W-Y-A-N-E. Yeah, that's a weird one. Always where, threw me off. Where the Y goes in Dwayne can be interesting. Well, how does phonetically that make sense? Sound it out. D W Y A N E. It doesn't make any sense. It looks like you're trying to throw yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know why the Y comes first. Oh, well. If you spell, if you get Teddy, if you win that argument and it's Theodore, can, you, can you just spell it like the president? Uh, I definitely will. Thank you. Is there another way to spell Theodore? Oh, dude, we're literally talking about all these ways that people <laughs> spell these names that don't need to be spelled the way that they are. Yeah, what, what random letter should I throw into uh, Theodore? You could, you could do the double E in the Theodore. Oh, Theodore. Yeah, now we're talking. Teddy. I like that. I actually kind of like that. Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> also, uh, we, have, we have pretty substantial breaking news this morning that I need to report show-wise. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> guess who added me on LinkedIn yesterday? Oh, who did? Craig Fassbender. Nice. Look at that. The father-in-law uh, added you on I got LinkedIn. Father-in-law huh? from Dirtside added me to LinkedIn. Hey. My own father-in-law hasn't added me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, your dad follows me on Instagram, and I feel weird because I don't. I'm not very good at Instagram. Like I don't interact with people very much. Okay, but I see things. And yeah, I'm you like, don't oh. post often. I don't post often. I don't really acknowledge anything. But he's like sent me some DMs, and I'm like, oh look at that. Wait, 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 wait. He's yeah. coming down today. He's in my DMs. What is he saying in your DMs? I'm- Usually, it's like show-related stuff. Yeah. Like I'll tweet out like a, like when we started on. 
on YouTube, not tweet out. I posted our our YouTube link, and he's right. like, "Hey, that was you know, it's something basically like that's cool." Or if we get good <laughs> ratings news, I'll throw up the ratings on there. Like, hey, that's awesome! It's like stuff like that. It's very encouraging. I always feel like I short him when he wants to talk about my job because he'll go, he'll see something like that. He'll see uh, ratings saying like, "Hey, they're doing okay when their time's out." He's like, "Hey, man, looks like you guys are doing pretty good." I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, uh, when's the next time we're hanging out? Or when's the next time? He just, I just go right past it. I don't want to talk about it. You just gloss over it. Yeah. The so entire thing. You're probably the best exposure to our job, <laughs> more so than I am for him. Hey, so. Dad's got to stay in touch, man. They got to stay in touch. Somebody said they coached a girl in softball. Her name was Peyton, mm. and it was spelled P-A-E-T-Y-N. Peyton? I, I mean, I, I can kind of... See it in my head. You could see it. And he said the lineup cards were incredibly annoying to make every time. I'm not going to say the name because, in case there's any parents that do listen to the radio show, because I didn't tell people last year when I was coaching like what I did for a living. I don't ever tell anybody what I do for a living. You want to hear the criticize? You didn't. You didn't want them to hear you criticize their kids about their lack of transition defense. Uh, well, yeah, I mean that, and like I, we talk about some random dumb things, and I, you know, I God, just don't Becky want to be in the zone's just terrible, dude. She's not the spear. She's not the tip of the spear, like she needs to be she doesn't attack the ball she does not i mean just just horrible boxing out just just an absolute me player not a team player becky that's also a name is that name going away i haven't met a new becky lately i bet becky's making a comeback because of becky hammond uh yeah i could see that okay old school names are they're trending yeah now are we just going straight becky or is, is it rebecca it's probably rebecca and well then we go and then we shorten it to Becky. can i can i ask you guys this is a sports related name thing and then we'll get going here so there's two names that I want to ask you guys if you think that they invented it. Okay, that's quite a claim, right? Quite a claim to say, I'm the first this. The first one, Jalen Rose has been saying this for 15 to 20 years. I remember him being on the best damn sports show, period. Mm. I was in high school, <laughs> and I watched that show religiously. I loved that show. So Shout out Leanne Tweeden. the first celebrity Jalen? He no. He claims, and it's still a claim to the day, he claims that his mom created the name Jalen. The name mm-hmm. Jalen had never existed, <laughs> ever. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Before him. That's one of the Well, but people kind of believe it because nobody has come out and like, actually, my grandpa in 1943's <laughs> name was Jalen. I mean, there's literally zero way to fact check that, first off. Like, how do you even begin to you gotta go through that? the... You have to go the archives. The, the archives of every the city records yeah. and you, every state yeah. in the United States of America. You go to the archives, you open the book, you yeah. see with the first... You're going to have to go back to the churches in the 1700s, and they were the ones that kept the I'm sure they totally did that, and this is a valid argument. There is zero chance that is true. So it might not be true. Okay, you don't believe that. Do you (laughs) believe this one? I never, ever in my life had heard the name Shaquille or Shaq ever until Shaq with the Magic, and now you've got Shaqs all over sports. That is true. Shaq Thompson, uh, former Husky once upon a time. You've got Shaqs out there. Is that the first Shaq? Is he the first Shaquille? He's the first celebrity Shaq. Yeah, the first known Shaquille. So you think there was a random dude I would, somewhere I would, named Shaquille, and his yeah. mom and dad heard it and went, I've always kind of liked this name. We could call him Shaq. 
I did not grow up in a predominantly black community, so I also did not know a lot of Shaquille's when I was a kid until Shaquille O'Neal came around. No, but as we've gotten older, you've watched sports and you're like, oh, oh there's a lot of Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, I mean, right? I think a lot of people are now. It's like Kobe's names everywhere now. But Kobe's not original. No, it's not original. It's original and like no, nobody had the name. Sure, but Kobe Beef was around for. Yeah, but how many Kobe's had you ever heard of until Kobe Bryant? None. Exactly. Zero percent. Now there's like a Kobe Bryant on the Seahawks. There's a Kobe Bryant. Dude. I think there's a Kobe. Isn't there a Kobe on like Washington? There's like there's Kobe's everywhere in professional sports. I I know we're against it. Why does he not? Why did his parents not spell his name K O B E? How do they spell it? It's uh, Kobe Bryant on the Seahawks. I think is a C O B I. Oh yeah, it what? It's kind of disappointing. So you wanted to sound like that, but be spelled differently. Whether it's the athlete or not, like why would you not? It's K O B E. I'm gonna see. It, they get C O B I. Nah, C O B Y. Why? That's right. Yeah, it's Kobe. That's kind of disappointing. That's really disappointing. If I was him, I would spell it in protest the way that the basketball player spelled it, not the way my parents spelled it. I totally would too. Also, if your name's going to be Kobe, it's a lot more masculine. I feel like to start with a K instead of a C. Really? It's just a stronger punch. A Swag, you feel beginning. that way? K's are stronger than C's. K's are more masculine than C's? So. I okay. think so. K I does in. I mean, it's after the C when you're doing the rock. That's right. <laughs> you For <gotta> Rock Johnson. <laughs> rock. Yeah, the wife liked that one. Rock Johnson. She heard that one. She did? Oh, yeah, she heard that one. What'd she think? Uh, oh, yeah, she loved it. She thought it was a great idea. She totally named our kid Rock. What about the middle name Hardy? Yeah, big fan of that. We can get him Ed Hardy t-shirts. He's going to fit right in. Name him Rock. My seven-year-old. I don't know where she got Axe it. body spray on him. He's good to go. My seven-year-old was wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt yesterday. Oh, God, stop that now. Like, where did they get Ed Hardy kid shirts <laughs> Nip it in the bud immediately, dude. That's yeah. concerning. I kind of thought it was funny, actually. <laughs> was it like an ironic thing, or she thought it was good fashion? No, it was, I think, as a hand-me-down, but I, don't, okay. I didn't know that Ed Hardy made kids clothes. I didn't either. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we got a busy show today. Let's get it going. We'll start. Oh, the play is so damn bad. That's next. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Thursday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There was uh, Kevin Calabro on Root Sports Premium Plus, (laughs) I think. That was on regular Root Sports last night. Was it? There's no cracking game yesterday. Oh, that's right. What about a Mariner post-game show? (laughs) Uh, No. Mariners Mariners haven't been a thing now for a month. Mariner Magazine didn't bump it to 12.53. They aired Mariner Magazine from 5 to 7, so it was out of the way before the pregame show started. I'm very confused. We have a listener that's saying that we're complaining about the Blazers like we expected them to be a playoff team. No, no, no quite, quite the opposite. We expected them to be really bad. I, I think I'm just going to mute Twitter when we talk about the Blazers <laughs> this year because we've made it quite clear what our stance and what our thoughts are. I still think you can react to what you see. And that's a weird thing, like where if you go, oh, man, they're so bad, and someone goes, Oh, you're acting like they were going to be good. Like, n- literally never. Not once. No, it's... I, not it, a one time. I, I saw a lot of that last night that was like, like, what were you expecting kind of thing? Yeah. And I, well, here's what I would respond to that with. I I literally opened the show yesterday bragging about how I was going to gamble on the Clippers minus nine. I will fade them in every game. I actually like that they came back late. So did maybe the Clippers cover? They did. They, Blazers almost backdoored them in the fourth quarter. They were down <laughs> by 30. I went to bed and thought, this thing's done. I'm going to cash this yeah. ticket. Then I saw the final score when I woke up. That doesn't mean that there's not things throughout the course of the first half that you can point out and be critical of. Oh, yeah. Like, Scoot Henderson was awful last night, which is fine. He's a rookie. Like, what was I'm, your expect? I mean, I, I... I'm not panicking, but he yeah. he was he started like 0 of 7, so yeah. That's, he was tentative. He was yeah, trying he just, to feel his way. He was nervous. He? He's yeah. 19 years <laughs> well, same old. With, same thing with Wimbanyama. If you were, I had the Spurs game on in the second TV. And, yeah. It took him a while. His teammates needed to. It's like his teammates didn't know quite what to do with him out there. And then in the fourth quarter, oh, they finally figured it out. He's seven foot five. Go to the rim. I'll throw it to you. Yeah, I saw in the first three quarters he didn't attempt a shot inside the three point no, line or huh? something. They were all what threes. What are we doing, Webby? Get your ass in the paint. That's his game. Yeah, come I on. I did not expect DeAndre Ayton to have more fouls than points in the like first. Like Really. I'm actually not shocked by that. <laughs> Dominate. See, that's the one where it's like that dude's making thirty million dollars a year. Like it's that okay guy's to criticize been in the that. NBA Finals. No. It was like okay. I expected him to look like an NBA player. You know who enjoyed that? Suns fans. Yes, they did. <laughs> I saw Suns Twitter was like, "Oh, I'm keeping an eye on what's going on in yeah, Portland." I saw Nurk, Nurk did a little something in their first game. Oh, he looked skinny on, in their first can, game. Can we stop? I come said on. a little I take, something. I want to take back on the trade. Redo. <laughs> we'll see tonight on national TV what he does with AD. I just stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I get like nobody's expecting this. Actually, that's not true. There are some idiots out there, a very vocal minority, that thought for some reason this team was going to be good. Well, I don't. Do you really think they believed it, or do you think it's just the internet? It's just Blazer and fans. People I, like to be loud and. I, I, yeah. The opposite side. I, I am on Dirt's bandwagon. I don't know why Shaden Sharp's not starting. That was more of a Sprague bandwagon from yesterday. Or whoever it was. Yeah. I, what are we doing? 
He can't even tell the difference between us. No, nah, you guys sound alike. I don't know. It's the same thing. Same voice. Doesn't make any he sense. He feels very... What I would say about that, and it's... Yeah, we'll see where this goes. I'm not going to break every game down. No. I'd do a podcast on that. We're not going to do it on the show. It's football season. Well, and this... I mean, if this is the way they go, then yeah. Like, yeah, we're gonna, not going to be a lot of topics. We're going to pull the parachute pretty early. What I would say, though, and I kind of saw it last night, is, is my fear. He just feels like he's on the back burner, and they're like, hey, go do your athletic thing. And then it's, hey, get back to the bench. You're not a starter. But he was doing the smart things. He got, I don't know, six or eight points just on crashing yeah. the offensive Putbacks. glass for yeah. stickbacks. It's yeah. like, you know. He had four offensive rebounds last night. That's more than anybody on the team. Yes. Pretty and impressive. You're telling me with this team and how bad they are, if you would like to you know, win an occasional game to keep people's interest, <laughs> you don't need a little scrap for 36 minutes? Well, look, I, I, uh, I'm finding my own ways to want to watch some of their games this year because I, I really think they'll win like 24 games. It's going to be bad. Uh, and I think they're going to trade all these veterans, so it's going to get worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm finding little ways. And last night I dabbled a little bit in the game. You guys know I've been doing little prop bets and gambling on games. I, I I did Clipper money line without a doubt, and then I did a small little parlay that was a nice payout for me, and I loved the amount of people responding as if like I'm the stupidest person with the, the parlay picks that I had, and I just I don't know, man. This season's gonna get weird, yeah. And I'm probably gonna stay off Twitter for most of it because it feels toxic. It feels like this is a city that is understanding if they didn't already how truly god-awful this is going to get. <laughs> and it's the littlest thing that you post, somebody is going to bite your neck off for yeah, it. That's the way it's going to work. No way that's true! No way you did it! Okay. All right. Well, okay. I don't care this much. So uh, yeah, I was right. a little hesitant when you because I texted you what and Sprague's like, oh, you got to tweet that. And I'm like, okay. Still waiting. Still waiting for some dominating. I mean, I think he had four points. He had four points in 23 minutes last night. I think we're still waiting for some of that dominating. It's yeah, that not was, quite that showed was such up a yet. good tweet by you. <laughs> such, and I'm glad we pushed you into po posting it on Twitter. You don't tweet often. I'm glad you posted that. Yep. One of those like training camp storylines that would not go away. Picked if, up the I'm, sports I'm ready to be dominating. That's what they call me. They did. I don't know if you guys caught this in the starting lineups on the screen. Oh, they, I saw that. They didn't put the full names of the no, players. No, they put all their nicknames, their nicknames or whatever. And, and they I'm had. Like, Dominating oh, for man, this DeAndre. Is, this is what Aiden. we're doing. The Blazers did that. <laughs> yeah, what their was, graphic. What on was their graphic? Uh, he was not starting, so he was not. Oh, there. It was just, only for the starters. Just starting gotcha. lineup. Yeah, so they had Ant, Scoot, uh, Tease, and then JG for Jeremy Grant. Can I give you a nickname that I'm? <laughs> I'm definitely throw this back at me. In fact, throw tomatoes at me if it's really <laughs> as bad as it kind of sounds now that I'm here to present it to the public. I was watching last night. And uh, he, Shaden did the putback dunk in the first half. And I, I think, like, to myself, I was like, oh, Cheddar, Cheddar. Because <laughs> his last name is Sharp, Sharp, Sharp Cheese. Yeah, it's Sharp yeah. Cheddar. I see what you're doing there. I mean, I, I don't know. But if he hits, hits game-winning <laughs> shots, you know, he's Cheddar. Cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> Should he do like the grading thing with cheese? Like that's his sign instead of the uh, what you're know, looking at his wrist after a big shot. To just put my headphones down and leave. Is that that bad? I, I think I should leave. When I hear I cheddar, know. I think cheddar bob. Yeah, I you know, know. And I that's where my mind too. goes I first. Know. Shot it's himself. Like, I blame it on the Nyquil. That's that quite, shot yeah. before you came. <laughs> cheddar. The worst part is I didn't take any Nyquil. That was the unfortunate part. That was just stream of consciousness. Cheddar. It was. I will. I will say it was like I was excited. Scoot was the only reason I was like, hey, let's. 
first game, right? Let's see what Scoot looks like. And only so, thing. I, I'm yeah, telling you. the only thing for me. I wanted to watch DeAndre Ayton put up 18 and 13. That was incredibly <laughs> I, disappointing. The two yeah. most disappointing things last night for I me. Didn't, I just didn't expect that to happen. I'm not the biggest DeAndre Ayton guy. That's okay. <laughs> uh, we're all going to find our reasons to watch. Mm-hmm. My two big standouts from last night. One game, 82-game season. I know. Uh, DeAndre, incredibly disappointing. And I... I've just not been impressed at any one point with anything Chauncey's done in two years and now a game. I just, I haven't. I'm not saying he's bad, but I don't have a whole lot of faith that he's good. I just saw him uh, standing up and waving his arms more in this game than he did last year. I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of this. <laughs> lot of- I see a lot of Scott Brooks telling him what to do <laughs> is what I'm seeing. i a lot of that. Good bucket. Good bucket, boys. When you play I, defense, I, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen knows. with that whole deal. But I'll just tell you, I, I, I have said coaching is is somewhat dependent on roster in the NBA. Of course, it oh is. yeah. But having watched a lot of league pass, you get teams like Oklahoma City's coach. Nobody picked that team to be a playing team last year. Not a soul. Playing team, like SGA, really good player. Absolutely, Giddy, good player. Jalen Williams, yes. That coach is good. In the NBA, when you have a good coach, you can see it. That's why I would defend Terry. Like, you can feel however you feel about Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts was a good coach. He wasn't great. It was dependent on his roster, but he was a good coach. I've seen almost no evidence that Chauncey is yet. Terry Stotts still available, by the way. I don't think we're doing that. Still anymore. available if you want to make a change. He's um, walking laps around Laco right now. I don't think he's coming back. If to he's the listening moment. to the show. Good morning, Terry. I, I love Terry. Terry, come on into the studio. Let's talk about this. Call in. I want to talk to Terry. How again. much would you want to punch Adrian Griffin? <laughs> a lot. Right text now. in right now. Vancouver Ford text line. Terry, come on. I did. I will say the emotions, like turning on a Blazer game and not having Lillard in uniform, was really weird for me. It felt like it wasn't a real game. Like this is yeah. like a summer league kind of game. Like, hey, let's check out the new guys. It's a very good way of putting it. Like Summer it just League game. felt really weird. Yeah. And the other aspect, look, the Blazers have an awesome broadcasting crew. Calabro's great. Lamar Hurd's awesome. Yeah. Um, we, we love them all. And they all have a job to do. And mm-hmm. they all know where paychecks are coming from. The, the smoke blowing is going to get a little tiresome for me. I mean, it was pretty bad last night. It was pretty bad last <laughs> night. And I get it. Like, hey, that's everybody's got their paychecks and we got to do what we got to do. We're told to, you know, let's make sure this looks good here Look, and make sure I this ever sounds good. If I that offer, I'd be blowing smoke <laughs> Hey, I don't blame anybody for taking that paycheck. <laughs> but, I don't get those offers because I blow other smoke. Yeah, yeah. I, I would... <laughs> Is that your smoke blowing? Oh, this smoke blowing. <laughs> I it just it was a little rough in the first half no. when I'm like they're down by twenty. Look at Anthony Simons. I'm like he's got six points. It's an 82 game season. <laughs> Let Kevin Calabro and Lamar Hurd do what they need to do to get through this because they know I they just know wish, better than us how bad this is going to get. I just from time to time wish we could get a truth stream of like God, what the hell was that? <laughs> That was like seven dunks in a row for the Clippers. Does anybody want to play interior defense? No. no. Okay. That no, they answer don't. That is, no, gotcha. Uh, Pac-12 picks against the spreads next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jason Shear of uh, Wildcat Authority is going to join us at 7.30 today. He covers Arizona. Uh, big game this week, and we'll dive into that. I, I, I want to throw something at you with the Oregon State Beavers going on the road. We'll talk about Oregon and Utah today. Uh, and not that they're going to lose, just something to keep an eye on in the Washington game this weekend. Mm, Vegas um, has not adjusted that spread at all from what happened last week to the Huskies, so they're looking at it as an aberration against Arizona State. Uh, but it is time, as we do every Thursday, 6.30. I know we're a little behind, so let's race through a couple of these games. You don't really need to explain much. Uh, here's how we did last week. Quickly, Sprague, you won the weekend 3-1. Hey, all the, right. The only game you missed was Washington. Yeah. Uh, hit on UCLA, Utah, and Wazoo. Okay. Swag, you went 2-2. Two and two. You hit on UCLA. In Wazoo, you freaking bastards! I hate you both. You should not have covered that number. That uh, happened last year. No, no, it didn't. All right, no, it didn't. <laughs> we literally told you how it <laughs> no, was going to go. It didn't. <laughs> and I went two and two. I was the only one that took Arizona State. So sometimes being spiteful helps. And uh, Utah also. So season standings: I'm 31, 18, and one. Wow. Sprague is 29, 20, and one. Hello. Swag is 27, 22, and one. Okay. So we got a tight little, tight little ball game here. We know who's taking it the most serious, don't we, Swag? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see if you get lucky again this week. Go Mr. ahead. Tote Fire board off. over yeah. there. Fire All right. Off. Let's uh, let's start with the crappiest of games here. Washington Stanford it, at the farm. This is a four o'clock kick on FS1. I'm going by ESPN, which is a general consensus line, so yep. don't badger the uh, the witness here. Washington, 26.5-point favorites. I'm going to go Washington here. I think you get a bounce-back game. I am concerned about Penix and his health. The ribs don't look good right now. They're continuing to say it's kind of a cramping thing. Stanford's not good. I took them for some stupid reason against UCLA last week, and it didn't work. I think Washington has a get-right game, mainly because Stanford's just terrible. They're not going to play that bad back-to-back weeks. Yeah, Huskies need to uh, need to put on a show to make themselves know that whatever happened last week was truly an aberration. This is their last gimme, by the way. Their last month is Utah, U- or I don't know what, USC, USC Utah, uh, uh, Oregon State, and Washington yeah. State. That's a that's a brutal last month. Washington State at Arizona. Are you State. Huskies, by the way? Oh yeah, I'm yep. sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll take Washington minus 26 and a half. Five o'clock kick, Pac-12 Network, Washington State at Arizona State. Cougs, six-point favorites. Yeah, give me the Cougs here, man. I think they found something offensively last week. The team that they were against Arizona was not who they were. They're better than that offensively. Cam Ward is hopefully getting some confidence back. Arizona State's not going to do that back-to-back weeks. That's a really bad team. Give me the Cougs. There's something. The Cougs on the road, it's hard to trust. Mm. Uh, They covered last week on the road. That was a big spread. Arizona State sucks. You, do they? He? Yes, they definitely do. They're a good one in six team. Are we sure about that? Is there such thing? As Are one? you sure about that? No. Their only win on the season is by a field goal against an FCS opponent. The funniest thing was his statement, and you immediately said they covered on the road, and he had a second where he went, he's right. <laughs> I mean, I thought they played pretty well last weekend. 
We're trying to get through this. Why are we hung up on Washington State, Arizona State? I'll take the State? points in the Sun Devils okay. at home. ASU. Plus uh, here six. we go again. Watch him score a touchdown with like a second left and cover. I told you it was going to happen. Bitter party of one. <laughs> I'll take Washington State. Uh, USC at Cal. One o'clock kick. Pac-12 Network. Uh, Trojans, 11-point favorites over the Golden Bears. This one's just out of pure entertainment, and I'm going to take Cal for that reason. Uh, I hope that this crashes and burns, and I I got a fear you might have a quitting locker room. They realize there's nothing left to play for. Oh, Caleb's the only – I mean, he's going to say, I'm going to keep playing all that. And good for him. He shouldn't stop and quit on his teammates. But give me Cal. What the hell? Plus 11. I really want to take Cal, but – Every time I've said, oh, they figured something out, then they go lay a giant egg the next week. So this is everything for USC. Every time you've taken USC, you've lost. Oh. What what what, what am I with Cal, though? I don't think my record's any I don't better know if on you've Cal. Cal. I don't, I don't know if yeah. you've Oh, I've taken them. Cal and some, some points. I'm taking Cal plus the 11. I'm going they, USC. There's zero evidence that they can be... 10 or more points better than almost any opponent in this conference. That defense nope. is that bad. They barely won by 14 against ASU. Yes. I'm I'm give me Cal plus 11. They're gonna, this is their Super Bowl. Yeah. And USC's limping in like our coach is kind of sick and quitting and we think our quarterback doesn't want to play but he's still playing. Like it's it's not a good situation at USC. I'm taking Cal plus the 11. Uh Pac-12 picks against the spread we do every Thursday at 6:30, 4 o'clock or 4:30, excuse me, ABC. Colorado at UCLA, <laughs> UCLA minus 17. This is your ABC primetime game of the weekend that tells you the kind of weekend it is outside of really our local games are probably the two that I'm most interested in. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take UCLA here. I think they made the right decision at quarterback and it paid off last weekend. They dominated Stanford. Stanford's not good, but you know what Stanford did do? They beat Colorado at Colorado. UCLA's defense is going to absolutely smother Colorado's oh, offense. That run game against that Colorado defense—it's like, oh. going to be thirty-one to you know thirty-one to three. Uh, this game, yeah. give me UCLA. Yeah. A lot of steel. Yeah, uh, yeah, UCLA. I also take UCLA minus seventeen. I think Shadora put up some numbers, but yeah, that defense is—it's too bad to gamble on. They're hanging out at NBA games, man. They've moved on. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah, and honestly, I'm. I don't know if this controversial. I think Dion's handled all of the losing pretty well. I think people thought Dion was going to start blaming and throwing people under buses. I think he's taken pretty good accountability. He's just grown a white beard. I love that. I love that. Uh, 7.30 kick, Pac-12 after dark, ESPN, Oregon State at Arizona. Beavs, this line stayed at 3.5 all week still at 3.5. Yeah, I keep. I can't hit the Beavers this year, man. I When they cover... I don't pick them. When they don't cover, I pick them. I'm just in a weird spot with them right now, I feel like. I faded in the last couple of weeks, and it has not worked out well for me. I'm not going to get off that horse yet, though. i got to see them do it on the road. I don't know if Arizona wins this game, but you're giving me a hook on the road, or excuse me, at home for them. I'm going to take that. I think their offense is going to be trouble for Oregon State. Give me Arizona plus the three and a half. Give me the Beavs. Okay. I will. I'll give you the Beavs. You know where I'm going. Gonna blow them out. Never a doubt. You watch Fafita throw three picks. You're welcome. Uh, go Beavs. Oregon at Utah, 12:30 kick on Fox. Oregon. This line's jumped a half point. Yeah. Six and a half point favorites over 
the Utes. I think as long as you can get it less than a touchdown, it's a good line. North of a touchdown is when I start to get a little nervous about covering the spread. It's going to be tight. Utah's a really good team, but I don't trust their offense enough mm. to intimidate me enough to not take Oregon less than a touchdown. Give me Oregon six and a half. Yeah, Utah's offense, although they now know who the quarterback is going to be and and have some confidence in that, it's not consistent enough to keep up with the Ducks. I'll take the Ducks. Yeah, I'm also going to take Oregon minus six and a half. I've been saying it all week, styles make fights. I, I just think this fight leans Oregon's favor versus what you saw last weekend with Utah beating USC at the Coliseum, who has just a tragically bad <laughs> defense. Uh, that's going to do it. There's Pac-12 picks against the spread. We'll see how we do this weekend. Having a pretty good season as a show, collectively yeah, we are. on these. Uh, coming up next, some pretty big news happening yesterday for some local schools. Get to that next on The Fan. Poll questions up. Is the letter K more masculine than the letter C? And uh, Garrett with a pretty good point. Uh, there's only one K, but there's two C's in cock, and that's the most masculine bird there is. Yeah. The old rooster. The old rooster. Yep. Wakes you up every morning. Yes, it does. cock a doodle do. Uh, good news yesterday, I would imagine, for Oregon State, Washington State. It was vastly reported throughout the uh, landscape of college football. The two remaining members of the conference filed a motion for a preliminary injunction in their court battle against the 10 outgoing <laughs> Pac-12 schools. Yesterday, I got home, and I started to have that feeling in the back of your throat where you're like, oh, am I getting sick? And I just thought of dirt all day yesterday, turning his mic off and coughing. Nobody else could hear it except me. And he just did it. And I just started laughing again, thinking about, oh, man, thanks for coughing in the studio. <laughs> just need some more germs for you, man. Uh, they're battling against the 10 outgoing Pac-12 schools and George Klievkoff, who is still the commissioner of the conference. So that's always a weird thing. The motion filed Wednesday morning in Whitman County, Washington Superior Court, seeks an order stipulating that Washington State and Oregon State be the only voting members of the Pac-12 Board of Directors until a final judgment in the case is rendered. Uh, they prevented, uh, they presented evidence from Klievkov, uh, basically noting every school that ended up leaving at some point. He would then tell the rest of the board members they're not on the board anymore. And this is, I mean, I. I don't like to assume because I don't know enough law to know how certain this is, but this yesterday felt like a pretty big slam dunk for Oregon State and Washington State in their fight for the control of the conference, the rights to the network, and obviously the biggest deal, the monies. Yeah, this it, it, that's kind of how I viewed it the entire time, and now you're getting some of the evidence that comes out that supports those claims that they're making. And when you removed USC and UCLA immediately after their departure as voting members, that was pretty good evidence, and then there was a text message or an email, whatever it was, that was sent when everybody else left, and this was when Stanford and Cal were still there before they went to the ACC. They basically said, we only have four voting members remaining, and that, and that there's your smoking gun right there, and then those two schools obviously left. I just I don't understand why this has turned into such a contentious debate. Um, I don't know why fans of teams that are leaving or arguing and advocating for keeping some of the resources of a conference that you're leaving because they need it. Washington needs. So, that's on you. Like if you can't if you can't yeah. find a way to make this work, then you should have thought about this beforehand. Like I, I and I know that I'm coming from a place of privilege here because I don't think my program is going to struggle or my athletic department is going to struggle. But 
if you couldn't afford the traveling, if you couldn't afford the financial budgets that it was going to take to go to the Big Ten without some of this stuff, you probably should have looked into it and got answers on this prior to leaving the conference. And so I've always maintained that I think Oregon State and Washington State have a strong argument here. And it's this is a really big news item because – I think the pie-in-the-sky dream for those two programs is that this is the way the rulings go. You end up getting left with all the monies, and it allows you either to, A, float all of your athletic departments for the foreseeable future. That's the biggest problem. Without having to cut or yeah. without having to cancel coaches or right. whatever the case may be. Or you can take those resources and go to a conference like the Big 12 and say, hey, we now have the resources of the Pac-12 network. The Big 12 needs a network. Here you go. Here is your Big 12 network. We'll give you the bones of the operation. You give us an invite into the conference. Congratulations, ESPN. You've added 730 late games that you can now schedule on Saturdays. Like That, to me, has always been the dream scenario of how this could play out. There's still a lot of legal hurdles that have to be crossed, but this was a bit, that was a big news item yesterday for Oregon State and Washington State. So this one's from Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic. After Colorado Colorado announced it was leaving for the Big 12 in July. The Pac-12 notified the school the following day that, quote, CU's representation on the Pac-12's board of directors automatically ceases effective immediately, and CU no longer has the right to vote on any matter before the board, end quote. Um, After five other schools announced their departures to the Big 10, your school, Utah, Arizona, Mm -hmm. Washington, all of them, on August 4th, Klievkov, and this is maybe the most damning part of it, Klievkov text a reporter stating that, quote, we have four board members, Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, and Stanford. Obviously, two of those schools left. Yes. And here we are, Klievkov and the conference fighting, well, the collective conference, kind of fighting against giving up all of these assets to Oregon State and Washington State. I'm kind of with you. It was the one confusing part for me with Oregon was, did Oregon make this decision they had to have just made that decision on football primarily because financially it they're taking a less share in the Big Ten. And whether you say 50 or 30 or 60 or 70, I just don't view money as a problem for Oregon. And mm-hmm. maybe that's, you know, rich people stay rich by not spending money. So that's a way for Phil to go, go get $50 million so I don't have to <laughs> pay out my own, sure. right? But. That was always kind of the weird thing for me. I remember reading, though, a report that Washington was one of the schools that was leaving and fighting this, and they sent out their uh, legal statement a week or two ago, basically saying, we need the money to move. We need this money to kind of float us until we make more. I saw a report from Cairo that they they weren't paying some of their bills to some of their sponsors. Like, it's. I always thought Washington was just flush with cash. I did too. It feels hmm. like the last few weeks I've learned that they're kind of broke, <laughs> which is weird because it just doesn't make sense to me that they would be. It's a really good institution. It is. With some really big name people that have graduated <laughs> from it. And all I read is like, hey, broke boy stuff over here. What's going on? It's like the friends that we all that you know that live way above their means. And then if you ever got to look at their bank statements, you'd be like, whoa, that's how you're floating all this, huh? One credit card to the next. That doesn't seem like a very reasonable, sound financial strategy. You know what resolves all of this? You know how, how all of this can go away? Oregon State and Washington State get an invite to the Big 12. Then there is no contentious legal battle. There is no fighting over who gets the rights to the network and who gets the chunk of money that is left over. And they're going to get their share of, of Power 5 money, thirty whatever the Big 12 deal is. And 
and we all split the things equally and we go about our separate ways. Like that's how you resolve this issue. If you desperately need the money, call ESPN and say pony up and get those guys an invite to the Big 12. I think the important thing is they want the money. It, as you mentioned, floats the athletic department for a couple years for both programs. And then maybe in two, three years, this is always my optimistic view of it. I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a Mountain West team for like two seasons. Maybe by the third season, if Jonathan's still here and they're still doing what they're doing, I mean, you're pretty likely path to the playoff next year if your team comes back and the coaching staff's intact. There's money. And then in two, three years, if Oregon State and Washington State continue to be really good and really respectable programs, maybe the landscape changes a little bit. And sure. that's where the the alley for a Big 12 invite happens. I just don't think that that's going to happen in the next calendar year. I hope I'm wrong, by the way. Sure, sure. And somebody throws this in my face. Remember you on the radio saying this? Yeah. I'd love to be wrong. But my read is just you need to do something to get through the next two to three years. And then I think the landscape of this could change a little bit, maybe including those two schools. Yeah, it was a big legal day for them yesterday. I don't know what it means in the grant. There's still a ton of hearings and, and I don't know, all sorts of legal mumbo jumbo that I don't November understand. 14th is the, uh, yeah. Yeah, and there's I think there's other phone calls or, or, I don't know, meetings that are taking place between the two sides in between them, in, in between now and then. So um, we'll see how all of this eventually ends up playing out. I just, you mentioned Washington and them needing some of this money to facilitate the travel. The one that is still the biggest head scratcher to me, like, I I just don't I nobody can explain it to me in terms of the, in terms that would make sense how Cal is going to survive financially with their move to the ACC. Like Stanford has their endowment that they can lean on. I still you know the endowment thing is a little confusing, but hey, you got a lot of money buried under your school, that's great. The endowment I have been to, I have I've understood the endowment to not be easily accessible. That's maybe, maybe they don't yeah. spend money on the oh, you need 30 million, let's yeah. just go to the endowment. Like, <laughs> go into the coffers and grab 30 million. It's largely an untouched amount of money. Like I don't know how Cal's going to finance traveling across the country for all of their sports. How have they done it lately cuz they've been broke for that's a the whole long point. time. And now everything's going to get more expensive yeah. and it's not like that ACC What's their ACC payout? They accepted a lesser payout. Like, it's not even... That's why they're playing in Dallas and they travel as far. <laughs> sure, that's further than any Pac-12 school. So you're already having to travel further. I mean, you can have your little jamborees in Dallas to try and make it make financial sense. But a lot of these schools need the money. And again, I, I go back to... If I were them, I would be pushing these conferences to add Oregon State and Washington State because then it alleviates your problems. Who cares if they go to the Big 12, split whatever is left in the Pac-12, you get a little bit of cash on your way out the door, and maybe it helps you survive in the ACC. The 10 schools argue that they have not given formal notice of departure and do not need to until August 2nd of next year. Which is when the the grant of rights officially ends, and that's been their argument the entire time. But you can't send out Big 10 schedules and be like, look what we're doing next year, and then be like, well, right. we're technically still in the... Hey, come on. like. It, well, and then you get the Klyavkov email saying there's only four voting members left after everybody left. Pretty so damning evidence. What does that mean? If there's only four left, but now we can't have only two members voting? You just you can't have it both ways. Loaded second hour, Dirt and Sprague, hour number two on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.